Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Look, we have got a ton of stuff to get into, and we will get right into it. We are going to go over... The game this Saturday night, primetime, in Winston-Salem against Wake Forest. We'll let you know what we think about that. Then we are going to talk about the Syracuse basketball loss to Colgate, equipped with a full montage. Uh, the score there, 80-68 to 68 last night. Then we will go over some fan feedback for that, and we'll finish up with our picks, your picks, and our picks for the Wake Forest game. And, of course... The fan feedback segments, as always, live on YouTube and on the Spotify Live app. If you have not already subscribed to YouTube, please do. Also, I don't, I don't ask for much. We don't ask for much. If you could subscri- subscribe to YouTube, that would be great. Download the Spotify Live app. Sign up for that. Email address, username, and password. You guys have heard me say it 100 times. Follow us at Cuse Militia. Sign up for notifications when we go live. Uh, also... If you do listen on Apple iTunes, we would really, really appreciate uh, a five-star review. If you don't think it deserves five stars, either give it five stars and tell us why it doesn't deserve five stars, or don't do anything at all, because you know no one needs that kind of negativity. So uh, if you go there <laughs> to Apple iTunes and uh, rate and review the show, we really, really appreciate that. I just checked recently, and I don't think the thing's moved in like a year. So, um, we'd appreciate it. With that said, do you have something to say, Joe? No, nope. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's speechless, folks. All right. With that said, let's <laughs> talk about Wake Forest here real quick. The all-time series between the Orange and the Deke sits at 6-5 and five in favor of Syracuse. Wake is currently on a two-game win streak in the series. Wake, if you remember, last year they barely snuck out a win in the Dome. Uh, Syracuse scored a touchdown to tie the game with 21 seconds to spare. Uh, The Orange eventually lost in overtime when Wake scored a touchdown after Syracuse only could manage a a field goal on their possession. Uh, The last time Syracuse beat Wake Forest was also in the Dome. Another overtime game in 2019, you'll remember. Uh, Trill Williams stripped the ball from Kendall Hinton and uh, straight pickpocketed that dude, ran that thing back 94 yards. That was one of the biggest eruptions I can remember in recent history for the Dome. I don't know how many people were there, but I just remember 
like the chills running through awesome. me for, for uh, uh, from that game, from that play, Trill Williams. Uh, the score there, 39 to 30 in that one. Uh, by the numbers, total offense, uh, just to update you on Syracuse, sitting at 98th after a, a biz, abysmal couple of games there, averaging 348 yards a game, call it. Wake Forest, 30, uh, 33rd with their offense, averaging about 438 yards. Their rushing offense, you should know, 94th in the country. They're only averaging 128 yards per game. However, passing offense is uh, not that bad. Uh, they're averaging 310 yards a game. Sam Hartman is 19th in the country with overall yards for the season with 2,743. Syracuse's defense still hanging strong at 18th place in the country, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, they, they, um, they allow about 318 yards a game. And they're sitting ninth in, in the country in passing yards allowed at 168. So, you know, that's... Where we talked about, I mean, we kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit, and that's kind of where I see this matchup. Uh, Wake Forest, they are um, 88th on defense, and they average about 395 yards a game, and they allow 142 yards, per, or excuse me, on their rushing end, they allow 142 yards a game, okay? Um, just, just so you know. So Wake Forest does have three rushers that they that they use, and uh, surprise, surprise, right? Um, Justin Ellison, he leads the Deeks, averaging 4.3 yards a carry. He's got 534 on the year. Christian Turner, he averages four yards per carry. He's got 423 yards on the year. And Quentin Cooley, who averages 4.7 yards a carry at 165 on the year. So, I mean, look, you, well, you got really two, but... Uh, you know, we talked not that they, they, they are pretty, they actually, if you, if you look at overall the year, the plays on offense, it's pretty balanced. They just don't have, they have more success throwing the ball than they do rushing it. So you got, you got an elite quarterback in Sam Hartman. He's had a few rough games here and there. He has, um, you know, he's, when they lost a close one to um, North Carolina, well, Clemson too, but North Carolina over the North. The Clemson one was an overtime one, uh, yeah. two overtimes, and uh, the the most recent one though they had they had North Carolina on the ropes a couple of times, ended up losing that, and that was basically a shootout. So uh, lost to NC State before that, and then Louisville, and um, but the closest out of those three was was UNC. So yeah. Joe, um, you know UNC's a tough team. They're a tough team. And they, they put they were able to, to put up thirty six with an elite offense, the elite offense that they got. And I mean, I don't know. I kind of see this thing coming down to uh, our defense. And like I said, Syracuse's defense is holding um, passing offenses pretty decently. So we haven't faced a really difficult pass attack here in a while, but um, we've been because of the the running game that we've been up against, but. Um, I think it'll be an easy transition for Syracuse to kind of game plan for this one. I think it's a better matchup. We're not doing picks right now, but I do think it's a better matchup. Joe, how do you see it? Uh, yeah, I agree with you as far as offensive wise, hundred um, percent. It's a better matchup. Obviously, you know, we've seen our offense the last two games where Gary Schrader and, and how he's been. So hopefully he didn't get, you know, um, banged up more, dinged up more and it, and it hurt him for this week. So again, um, it's it's tough really to say other than this defense really doesn't have a we've 
this is not a defense like the last five games that we that we've or five teams that we faced. Right. So they're in the uh, you know the bottom you know four in uh, total defense as far as uh, the ACC, and um, they're not they have, you know they they do have a lot of penalties, and uh, they've lost six fumbles, and Hartman's thrown ten interceptions. So. Um, even Sam Hartman this week, he, he kind of, he had somebody ask him, you know, what's the difference between this year and last year? And he said the little things and stuff like that. And when you look at their schedule, they're kind of hard to peg because, you know, they start off 2-0, and beat Liberty by one, go to 3-0. and Then they play Clemson at home. They go to two overtimes and lose. You think that might be the, the downfall, but then they go to Florida State and win. And then they kill Army, they kill mm-hmm. Boston College, and you're looking at a 6-1 and team that's ranked pretty high. Um, but then I don't really know what happened at Louisville and then at NC state. Uh, I mean, we played NC state. Um, they didn't get all of Jack chambers. They got a little bit of a freshman that played decent, um, against that defense. Um, and then obviously North Carolina with their offense, but, um, losing three games in a row, it's just, it's weird. You, you, you kind of wonder what's going on over there, but it's definitely a better matchup. Um, defensively, it just kind of stinks because I, I'm under the assumption that, you know, Jahad Carter's not going to play this year or sorry, this yes. week and uh, Garrett Williams is out. So as much as we were more, you know, tailored towards stopping the pass, um, I don't know how true that's going to be this week. And I'm, I mean, Wake Forest is just littered with receivers, um, you know, down the line. When you look at their their stats, I mean, everyone knows At Perry, and he's a six five receiver. He's got fifty two catches, seven hundred seventy four yards, and seven touchdowns. Um, Jamal Banks is a 6'4 receiver who's got uh, 35 catches, 499 for eight touchdowns. Taylor Marin got six touchdowns. Donovan Green's got five touchdowns at 6'3. So they got some big receivers. Uh, they got depth at receiver, and um, they're going to try to spread the ball around. But again, the thing is, is there's there's things going on. You know, um, you know, Hartman is getting pressured. Uh, so it tells, been, tells yeah. me there's something that's going on with that offensive line, and then they have been turning the ball over. So. I mean, if the mob can show up, regardless of the injuries, and kind of wreck, you know, wreak some havoc. It's more their then, style to to. I think it gives them a little bit more liberty to do what they do, rather than trying to just be paranoid about a, a one-dimensional type of yeah. thing, right? Right. To be yes. more evenly balanced and to kind of play it play by play, rather than just getting beat up. You know what I mean? Well, and the, yeah, and that's where I don't think that like Wake Forest is going to look at the last five games and be like, "Oh, let's we should just run do, the ball." Let's just do that because right. then you're yeah. just you're taking away from what your strength of your offense is. But yeah. I tell you what, yeah, exactly. I would definitely not be surprised if they went more closer to a fifty-fifty to make sure to keep us honest. They're, um, they're and pretty to keep close, us right? I mean, they're pretty close right now. Um, they're really close. Yeah, yeah, they are. You're right. It's just they've been more successful passing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they've had big plays. We haven't given up big plays. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I also wonder, you know, I mean, we've had conversations this week because, you know, we're going and we have children going. And right now it's looking like the uh, <laughs> the weather isn't going to be the greatest. Yeah, um, so, dude, I could tell a story, bro. But I will. I will anyway. I wasn't going to, but I will. My wife, I don't know how much freaking money she spent on wool socks and hats and everything else that goes with it because she hates being cold, which is one reason we never went back to Syracuse. But my gosh, man, um, Michael's probably got half of my paycheck uh, this this week in in uh, her trying to keep everybody warm so nobody complains. 
Uh, yeah, I would say that we have a nice little Amazon delivery coming as well. It's the same type of situation. Um, we're going to have blankets. We're going to have hand warmers. Yes. We're going to have boots. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about game time weather at 44, uh, night snap at 8, and it's supposed to get down to like 28:30 overnight. So who knows what it's going to be near the end of that game. So that's far, far away from the, uh, the dome, the home dome weather that you're used to. So um, it's going to be a different type of game for for this team as well, um, and I'm sure you know Wake Forest. Their team isn't used to playing in this weather. I mean, they're used to playing outside, but it's not always this cold down here. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. I think that's going to be a little caveat that we really can't even try to assume um, how how you know what's what's going to happen there. Yeah, you don't know where the advantage comes in because obviously <laughs> Wake Forest not exactly acclimated to playing in that kind of weather either i mean it's not i mean it gets cool you know but it's it takes to the end of the season honestly for our regions to get that cold you know yeah. and it's been yeah. i mean hell last weekend was 80 degrees in right. in virginia beach and yeah. uh i know you had the same we got the same kind of weather you and i yeah so and realistically we could be practicing outside and we don't even know it this might week be smart that would be really smart and um, really going going off of another thing because I listened to Dave Clawson's, uh presser. Great guy. I just I, I like that guy. I like what he's done to that, to that Wake Forest program. Um, and he's got all the respect in the world for Dino because they kind of came from the same you know path through the MAC and stuff like that. But um, he was talking about how they've struggled to start early, and. Um, that he thinks that that's one of the main reasons, especially this last three weeks, why they haven't been able to kind of get over the hump. Because and I guess they're, I mean, I haven't watched all their games, but I guess they're starting slow. And we know a little bit about that. But, uh, you know, a, it's funny because a reporter, because, you know, we were speculating, we talked about Syracuse always taking the ball, right, and receiving. Right. And we talked we talked about maybe that's because we think that we need to, to, to get ahead. We need to have yeah. a fast start and get on the scoreboard. And it hasn't worked in – um, that reporter asked Dave Clawson, "Then, well, well, what about you know? You win the toss, you can elect to receive and, and try to start fast, go down, put points on the board." And Dave Clawson came straight out and said, "Since he's been a head coach, his philosophy has been that I'm not going to choose to have an option to give the other team the ball two, two times, two in possessions. A row. Yes." And he literally came out and said it. He said, "That's what it is. If they win the toss, he's going to elect to defer because he likes to be able to." figure it out. I mean, you get a whole first half and then you come out and you have your offense. He says, sometimes, you know, you can have a situation where you don't score. Then the other team finishes the half with the ball, maybe gets a score. Then you go into halftime. Then they come out, then they get the ball and get another chance to score. And now you have real time, almost 45 minutes, possibly even an hour, real time, not game time to where your offense hadn't even been out on the field. Yeah. So sitting on um, those sidelines in that kind of weather. And I know that that's because because usually when you come out in the beginning, right, you have scripted plays. I don't know how many, but usually the first drive, there's a, a set amount of plays. You have scripted plays. You know what you're going to run and go out there. It's what you've been practicing during the week. That doesn't change whether you receive first or you just get the ball after your defense, whatever happens. Right. And the other team gets a possession. Um, but I've always been about if you have a chance to say, let's defer to the second half, um, then I mean, that gives you a whole half and then halftime to make the adjustments and be able to come out in the second half and get a chance to get the ball and put some points on the board, whether you're down or whether you're up. Um, and yeah, I mean, I haven't looked into this year as far as, you know, how many teams have done that, but I have a feeling that the last couple of games, 
that's that's happened a couple times where both a team has scored at the end of the half, gotten the ball at halftime, and scored again. Oh, I'm sure it happened to us last week. First of all, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know it's happened. Yeah. So I just don't know how many times. So I mean, I know we talked about how cool it is that we've received the ball every time. I don't year, think it's cool, game. but yeah. I mean, but no, well, we didn't say it was cool. It was just kind of weird, right? That it was like all games we just happened to receive the ball. Um, but, but yeah, I mean that. After listening to Dave Clawson and especially how he feels comfortable with it, if I was Dino, if I win the toss, I'm a, I'm deferring to the second half. You got to. Yeah, if he's gonna, yeah, and I'm sure he listens to uh, opponents pressers, and 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 you gotta you gotta be able to do that. Okay, all right, let's move on. Uh, quickly to the the loss against Colgate. There, there's there's Ugh. there's it's look we'll we'll get into it, um, and and then we'll give our our picks for for Wake Forest after we're gonna go we're gonna do basketball straight through. So the montage, the fan feedback, and then we'll finish up with picks. Let's hear what Coach had to say after the eighty sixty eight loss last night. Shooters from there. First of all, uh, right now, uh, Colgate is a really good team, and they're a lot better than we are right now. And uh, I think the one thing that I thought in in a lot of ways, uh, our defense had a lot of good moments. We did a lot of good things on defense. Uh, Our offense was horrendous. You know, we started the game out shooting threes and Benny shoots one, and then Cy comes in and shoots a couple, and we can't play that way. We're not good enough shooters from there. Uh, We're eight for 25 from the three, and we're not good enough to shoot that many threes. Um, And Jesse, you know, they were physical with him. They made it really hard for him to get position. Uh, He's got to do a better job when he does get it, attacking that guy. But uh, I thought Offensively, uh, it was a very disappointing game. We just didn't do the things that that we've been doing in practice, and um, you know, something we can't do. We have to be better there. I thought, you know, again, Colgate is really good. They're better. And they're good against his own, but they're really even better, probably against a man-to-man. And we had no chance to play that man-to-man, and. That was pretty obvious right from the beginning. Uh, we adjusted. We were okay after that. But this game, our defense uh, wasn't as bad as our offense. Our offense was horrendous, and we just got to do a better job uh, with the defense. Questions? I just think we didn't recognize where he was. He's a really good player. He's a really good shooter. And uh, we just didn't do a good job in terms of finding where he was. Going off of that, Coach, going forward, how's the team going to mitigate so many open three-pointers? Yeah, we have to be better on defense. And how, how, how do you plan on doing that? Working on it. I don't have a magic wand. <laughs> Colgate probably moves the ball better uh, than any team will play this year and probably has better shooters than any team will play this year. So that's, they're a tough team. That's why I wanted to try to play man-to-man, but it was pretty quickly apparent that that was not going to work. And you're saying the best team out of Duke, UNC, any of the... Offensive teams against zones. 
coach, what did you think of Benny Williams' performance tonight, scoring a career high of 17 points? He started out shooting jumpers, and then he got to the basket area where I think he can be very effective. And uh, I thought he was much better there. Again, I thought Judah and him were good. I think Joe tried. He tried to get us back in the game. He's, when he when he's behind, he's trying to get shots. And if he shoots four for 15, he's taken seven, six or seven shots that he probably shouldn't take. And uh, you know that's something he wants to win. He's a competitor, but he can't take bad shots. And he took too many of those tonight. I wouldn't judge our season based on them. They're good. They're right now, second game of the year, they're way too good for us. Is there any reason Chris Bell only played eight minutes? Yeah, he's standing outside waiting to shoot. He's got a rebound, got to play defense. He's not doing that. Uh, it's just we, we need to get better, um, you know, with our zone. Um, again, I can't emphasize enough how difficult they are to play against and, and with the zone. And, you know, some, most teams are nowhere near like that. 90% of the teams we play are nowhere near as good as Colgate against the zone. Virginia is, you know, a couple teams are. But uh, I think that's our best defense. I think that's the way we can have a good season and win. But we, we have trouble playing Colgate no matter what. Doesn't matter when we play them. I think we'll be better later, but right now we're not good enough in the zone. We needed to, we, we, you know, the, the major mistake we made in the, really was the end of the first half. We were in it, we're not too bad, we got a chance, and we let their best shooter shoot three threes. That's something you can't, we've always prided ourselves that we wouldn't let happen. And we just didn't guard him. We needed to, and we worked hard on the matching up with him. And we were kind of there, but we didn't guard him. You have to take him away. You have to make him put it. The times we made him put it on the floor, something good happened. But you let him or Lynch shoot, stand still, they're going to make those. You have to get them off those spots. And, you know, we just didn't do it. That was the game. Okay. All right, a couple things. <clears throat> First of all, we said that Colgate was not the same tier, the same team as they won last as they were last year. I'll get it out eventually. And that's true, Joe. They're not. They're probably better. Well, and also I mean, yeah, also, that's what I was gonna say was that basically, I mean, you you it was a good call. I'm gonna eat crow because you know, like I said, you you said that player's name and I just I was looking at the box score, didn't see it, so kind of called it out. You were right. He came in. He was he was a factor, um, and also uh, the uh, the freshman there, uh, Smith. He did his job. Yeah, uh, he was obvious that you know last year it was through Nelly Cun- Cun- Cummings and um, and Ferguson, and this year I think it's going to be more through Richardson and Smith. Kind of just did his job. Um, so yeah, you had a, a senior. You know, you had a senior and junior laden team. Experienced team. They they played together. They they are well coached. And we'll get into the montage uh, here in a second. We'll start at the yeah. top, Joe. Uh, another thing, um, they did not hit 18 threes, and we all knew they wouldn't. There's no way they were going to do that because they hit 19. Also, yeah, uh, I, I for a better for a better percentage too. 19 yes. to 38. Oh my 50%. gosh. I'm like at this clip at the beginning of the game. I'm like at this clip, they're going to exceed 18, and well, then it slowed. It's, and I'm always like, they're never going to, you're not going to stay this hot. 
That's what I, well, well, Richardson, Richardson did not. I mean, he was, he was a little bit more contained. Seven for 11, man. I know, but he hit a lot of them. Like coach said, he hit three towards the end of the first half there. Um, Also, you know, I got one text or one DM to, to see if we could, um, to see if we could stream the game on Facebook. And I was going to try and I got home and it was like, I had all my stuff was still packed away from the last time I did it. And there's, believe it or not, it's like, I got a whole nother mixer for the thing and I plug it in a computer and it's a whole get up. So I was like, I just, I just can't, I don't have the time. So like the game starts and like ping, 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 I'm getting text messages, I'm getting DMs and and, on Twitter and Facebook. And then, so I'm like, you know what? Fine. Maybe I can do it with my phone. And I did it with my phone. And the and it was reversed because I reversed my camera because it was easier to set up that way, and then people are complaining about it being reversed. So, geez, you know, you're welcome. You did your best, bro. I did my best, but in the future, I will be prepared to do it the way we normally do it. And if we are, if we are, Joe and I are available, we'll do the live chat thing. Um, you know. Just last night was not a good time. Okay. So no. um, right off the top, Joe, let's start with the montage. Colgate, just a better team right now. Uh, the offense was just not good. Um, we missed – you and I texted after the game. The missed bunnies was uh, just uh, – like you said, there's like a lid on the basket. Everybody was missing them. It wasn't any one person. It was awful at the rim. And um, Cy and Benny – uh, come out shooting and you know when I see Samir in there I figure change of pace not like shooting you know what I mean like dribble penetration and things like that and just getting creative and speeding up the game and it didn't happen um, so a little disappointed but you know when you're playing down like that it's the second game of the season too guys so you know what do you <laughs> there's so many factors right yeah, there, so their, many. it was their fourth game which I was a little concerned about and also the inexperience on our team, the experience on their team. The experience, yeah. You're talking two, three, sometimes four years for some of those players. Yeah. I mean, that's not – This you're talking about seven players, a couple, what, four guys that mainly had played last year that and they played for a summer? Yeah, what they shoot? They Come shot on. 50% from, from three, and uh, we shot 32%, 8 to 25. Um, you know, they took care of Jesse. They, you got to give him credit for that. He didn't really do much at all and uh, with 10 points. But Benny Williams got the message. I think, you know, you, Coach wants to credit. Coach took his – he threw a little shade there with the coming out shooting thing. But <clears throat> Benny Williams led the team. I thought he did a fantastic job. And, you know, eight rebounds and 17 points. And he made his free throws. And if Benny can do that on a consistent basis and, you know, Jesse can – not get taken out of games the way he did in this one. And Joe's not playing from behind, feeling like he's got to be playing hero ball and ends up making – he doesn't play well under pressure like that. Joe just does not no, play good no, under pressure no, like no. that. Well, and yeah, and, and with Benny, like it's just a situation where – I don't know if you saw the, the back and forth, but he came out and his first shot was like a little jumper around like the free throw line or whatever. And then he kind of got called to the sideline, and you saw, and I, I read the lips of Jim Beheim, and he said, you're going to drive, or else I'm going to take you out. And then, you know, Benny started driving, got to near the hoop, got a couple baskets, got some confidence, then he actually hit a jumper. And then he actually hit a three, and he, like, kind of, like, was yelling back, like, I can shoot, like, I can shoot, I can, like, you... You can tell that once a guy gets confidence that he's a different type of player. Yeah, so, he's a very he's very timid otherwise. 
But on top of that, with that said, um, Bayheim has already said that this isn't a great, the greatest shooting team. We're not going to go back to how many, many threes we shot last year because that's what worked for us last year. Right. By the um, way, we, a we correction, need to go to the correction real quick. I'm sorry. Judah Mintz had the uh, team high 20 points. Not Benny. Yeah. My bad. Go on. But he's looking for guys to go to the hoop. He's looking for guys to get fouled um, and stuff like that. So, uh, and obviously we just lacked um, the way that the um, just just movement on offense. Period. So. Uh, yeah, it's something that you got when you get six freshmen in a, in a in a transfer. That's something that you got to figure out. You're not going to get figured out in two games. So sometimes when you're playing against a team like this, that's you're talking about a 14 seed, probably going to win their conference, going to the NCAA tournament, um, and they have all these experienced players. Like it's a tough it's a tough out. Yeah, especially when they shoot like that. Yeah, and they were just lights out. It was unbelievable. I mean, and let's be let's here's. If I have a criticism, there was some lazy defense getting yeah. getting to the shooter, like mm-hmm. numerous times. Where I mean, one in particular, dude, Joe just watched him. He didn't even yep. make a move towards I Richardson. Know. I know that is that is that is a bad look. It, you you can't look that defeated in a game. I don't care what the score is. You've got to try, and yep. that's I think that's what what really like that game was really frustrating to watch. But some of the effort was pathetic sometimes, sometimes yep. was pathetic and you i just didn't it. like it it didn't look good um i don't think they wear dejected well um all right so richardson goes off what did he have, what did he end up with he ended up at 27 but how many threes seven of 11 seven of 11 okay that's a that's Nine a high 14 clip overall that's yeah. a high clip super high clip uh so anyways the dude is is good you can't take that away from him it's the player of the uh, year last year yeah and it gives him a chance to shine you know 45 yeah, minutes don't. away from his school against the damn power five yeah, exactly right right uh so you know th- look second game of the season defense gotta get better offense has got to get way better and i think they will it's this is the growing pains we always preface every basketball season with how slow they're going to start and then the issues that they're going to have do we do we do we think about colgate being the achilles heel for syracuse not usually not for 54 years. <laughs> no, no. But, <laughs> but that's the case. So this is what happens, right? You get these mid-major schools, and you get these coaches that come up, and they build programs. And this guy's a great coach. And I'm telling you right now, he's not going to be a head coach at Colgate that much longer um, if they continue to dominate the Patriot League the way that they do and, and come and, and beat some of these teams in the non-conference. Um, the way they're set up, they're set up to succeed in the non-conference and beat teams like this. Um, you, know, you can look at the name next to it, but – your experience, players coming back, how long you've played with each other and everything, it shows. You saw a Colgate team that knew how to move offensively no matter what defense they went against. And you saw an inexperienced defense that didn't know how to rotate with it. And you saw, I mean, yes, there were some turnovers because, yes, we are more athletically gifted than them. So there were some turnovers, but they didn't waste shots. There's not a lot of waste with Colgate, the way they move the ball, that's what Beheim uh, is extremely well with moving right. the ball. And, and that's what he talked about, about moving the ball. You see a lot of teams that we play against, they don't know how to handle the two, three zone. It stifles them. They're passing around the outside. Don't know how to attack it. Virginia does. Colgate obviously did last year and they have the same guys and they did it again. So that's what he meant by that. They are very, very smart with the ball. They move the ball very well they move without the ball very well and they know what they're doing against defenses and certain looks that they see so that's why we had what we had and we have the, all these new players 
that really don't understand, they hey, don't you can't really you can't really leave that guy open. Or hey, that fifty five guy that's in the middle that keeps getting the ball and passing it down low, he can't shoot, let him shoot, just back away. Um, that's stuff that we see later on when people kind of get it together. And again, I think he's still trying to find his rotations. And like I told you before, you saw yesterday, there was a huge, huge time where it was Jesse, Benny, Samir, Judah, and Joe, because those are the only guys he trusts right now. And he kind of saw how it was going, and he had threw those guys in there because he thought that was the best way for them to try to pull out a win. But he knew that overall with everybody and moving in rotations, <clears throat> we're not there yet. So he tried to throw the guys out there to try to, to get a W and try to make it happen. And what happens sometimes is you get down against teams like this, and, and we, we wasted possessions with bad shots. We had less turnovers, but way more bad shots, and we just we wasted that crap. Yeah, a lot of wasted possessions and a lot of one and duns too. That just, just with shots. the bad shots, yeah. Because you're worried, so you're like, okay, well, you're pressing well, you, now. You, okay, we're losing by 14 they, against they, Colgate. Let's go, let's go. And they cracked all you do under really pressure take too much. Worse, you take worse shots yeah. when you when you act like that. Yeah. So that's it, just a learning curve. That's just it's, it's a, their second game. It's a learning versus, curve. It's it's a it's a it's um, some of its maturity, obviously, and you know, to your point, but you know. I think it's early, and it's too early and, to come. You yeah, can't. You can't. It's too uh, early. Can you judge this team like like Coach said? You know, you can't judge the season in this one game because no. You know, well, last year we took this game and we kind of did judge the season on this on this of game last year. So you know, w- what's the difference? How how do you see the difference? Just a just a, a better team. Obviously, this team's better. They're, they're we're a more, year wiser. They're they're a year wiser. We were more seasoned last year, and that's and we, what I mean. And we, we got older. whooped, right? So um, that's the difference: is that they're more experienced this year. We're less experienced this year. Whereas last year, it was almost kind of reversed, and we still got we still got slaughtered. So I mean, we still had some new guys that they might have. Yeah, ex- but you they, they, you had the Bayheim brothers, you know, and, and things like that. You know, we had we had we had the players. But we still last didn't year. have the zone down. We didn't. No, I mean, we didn't. There were some new guys, no, we didn't. Cole and Jimmy and them. So yeah. So Simeir was was new, and I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly how much he played, but it was early in the season. Yeah. So um, we're going to uh, be better than this team in a month and a half. Right. Okay. Before we get into fan feedback, so that's the montage. That's done. Um, look, I think the. By the way, I will say that I feel like Syracuse fans took this game relatively well. Because, Depends on where you, what you looked at. Okay, well, I didn't look at Facebook. <laughs> I saw some. No. I saw some comments on on Twitter um, early after posting last night, and I have not revisited it yet. But the ones yeah. I did see were not. They were realistic, and I thought that they were pretty well thought out. And we'll get to those uh, and fan feedback. That's going to come up next. But first, uh, Syracuse is going to face Northeastern. This Saturday at 4 o'clock, Joe and I are going to be drinking beers and grilling out at the Wake Forest game. We're going to pull this bad boy up on, I guess, our phones or an iPad, <laughs> right? I guess we'll yep. use an iPad and sling a sling a, a, a hotspot to it. Uh, but Northeastern's coming into the Dome. Uh, the Syracuse Orange and Northeastern Huskies first met in 1975. The Orange lead this series 8 to nothing. The last time they played was in 2020, December 16th. It was a win, obviously, 62-56. You're starting five, Gerard, Beheim, Dolzhai, Guerriere, and Griffin. 
Gerard, 21 points in that game, and Griffin with 16 rebounds. I don't remember that game. Look, this is a this is a, one of the gimmies. I feel like okay, this is a good this is a good game to scrimmage and get your legs back underneath you and get some confidence, Joe. What else can you tell us about Northeastern? Oh, God, there's not too much here. Um, I didn't think got, so. No, yeah, no. They've played two games. They're 0-2, lost at Boston University, and lost uh, pretty bad at Providence by 24. Um, currently leading um, Harvard at home uh, by two at halftime. But uh, this is a team that was riddled by some some bad, bad – I mean, Northeastern used to be kind of the team that, you know, they had a good chance at making the championship, going to the to – the, to the dance um, under the CAA and, you know, with injuries and a bunch of transfers last year um, kind of went south um, and they finished nine and 22 uh, wasn't great. So they're kind of trying to get things back in gear. But um, yeah, this is these, this team probably isn't as talented as either of the two teams that we've already played. Um, and realistically, when I look at their team, uh, they got a guy, uh, Jamil Telford. He's a six-seven guard. He's averaging eighteen and a half points and five and a half rebounds so far. Even though, yeah, obviously it's only between, um, you know, two uh, two games. But I mean, that's really the guy you got to look out for. But I, I look at this, this game to be a bounce back. Um, obviously, I think that um, you know Syracuse. They're they're upset that they lost that game. You know, more than anybody else. And 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 I think the coaches will figure some stuff out. And um, you know, this team obviously isn't going to be a team that's going to be able to move the ball and play like Colgate and, and even shoot uh, three pointers at that type of rate. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens again. It's it's early, so um, you know we we know who who Jim Beheim's putting in. Let's see if maybe somebody else can get in there and put some positive minutes up there, help the team, and and try to create some more roles and a better rotation. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, uh, like I said last time, we're not going to give picks until we get into some conference play. Maybe we'll do one before that, maybe in Georgetown, but we're going to hold off on that. So that means it's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right. You guys know what to do. Two things. At the end of every game, I ask for your thoughts on that game. You give your thoughts. We talk about them here. Also, we're going to go over your Wake Forest, Syracuse at Wake Forest predictions. So, first things first. Now, Joe, did you want to mention Size Brother as the first 2024 recruit wide receiver for Syracuse football real quick before we get into this? Because I meant to mention that during... The football segment previously, but I did not. It's because I forgot. So, anyways, Sire's brother is going to what's his name? Sire. Sire. We talked about this. We talked about this last year when he was offered, and um, you know, here it is. He accepted verbally. So um, that's a good that's, thing. It's it's good. Um, cool local guy, right? So. Um, good. Yeah, but I mean, also, he probably got, you know, a little bit of um, advice from his brother, you know, because I think one of the things that when Samir went to Marquette was I think some of that part. I don't know if he just got snubbed a scholarship, but sometimes people just they want to go to away from their hometown thinking it's going to be better, you know, or yep. it's always greener on the other side. So maybe, you know, Samir came back, had the uh, family support close to home. 
and and he had he liked it. So you know maybe hopefully you know that's something that could lock him in because twenty twenty four is still you know it's, it's a ways away. Two years away, yeah. <laughs> it's a ways away, so, uh, guys. It's good to get excited. It's just it's even better to not get overexcited. All right. Let's start with some of the fan feedback for the loss against Colgate last night. Uh, and we'll start with at Donnie Lake on Twitter. We are no better than the middle of the road mid-major conference program. And that is sad. I appreciate all that Jim Beheim has done for the program, but he has held a 10. He has held on 10 years too long and we might never recover. Well, Donnie, that is a severe overreaction. <laughs> And I can, so. I can appreciate it, but it's a severe overreaction. Now, um, we're going to, we're going to get better. I did not know that the, the one, the couple I saw last night before going to bed were actually decent. And I, I thought they were well thought out, but I don't know if anybody <laughs> was as pissed as I was after that game. I was totally frustrated and all I could do to not give Joe a piece of my mind when he texted me after the game, because I was absolutely floored. I was ready for. I was chill. I was. I was, I was chill when I realized it wasn't going to happen, but I was still pissed because my wife was trying to cheer me up by making jokes, and I don't know what gave her that idea that that would help. <laughs> but that does not help. Look, so it's not. It's like one of those things. That so Christmas I get ready. it. Like it's not what you get. It's thought that counts, right? She's, yeah. In her mind, she thought she was going to be able to help. They she, don't understand that it doesn't. She she but, even even has even has the the analysis of of Joe Girard just trying too hard, and um, it's way too hard. It's frustrating to everybody, and I understand where he's coming from, and the intentions are good. But at the end of the day, he's got to learn that that through the history of him doing that is not worked out in his favor, uh, percentage wise. So, well, and kudos to Bayheim for calling that out in the pressure too, right? Because he pretty much said if he's shooting four or twelve, then he shot five or six too much. Exactly. So, yes, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's just what it is. We're not going to be that three-point shooting team like last year. We need no. to be able to get to the free throw line more than fifteen yes. times. We shot a good rate, twelve of fifteen. But again, we we ruined too many or too many possessions by bad shots, not turnovers, just bad shots and poor movement. And that's what Colgate lived on for us because that's they did the exact opposite um matt is not power hour is not the power hour show yet did we talk about that on on the show or was that an after show <laughs> thing i think that was an after show okay, but. okay. yeah power hour coming to you yeah. soon uh we'll figure that one out <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see. At the Big E228, Colgate is good. They're experienced. They did it last year. They weren't afraid of a bunch of freshmen. Now, that is that is good. That's a good analysis because that's exactly what they are, is experienced. And, you know, Joe and I said on the show last time, this isn't the same team. And we were right. <laughs> they might be better. But, <laughs> I mean, either be way, better. like I said, they have the size, though. They played Jesse perfect. They let the people that couldn't shoot stay open. Like they they played exactly the way. They, like they know how to play with each other, and that's just this early in the season. Then that's just what it is. And they did the same thing last year, but they beat us 185. But I'd be willing to bet by the end of the year we were a better team than them. So um, you know they went on and they played against Indiana in in the, uh, the tournament. And I think it, I want to almost say that it was a 13. 13 in a four seed or something like that, right? Um, I think they were a 13 seed last year. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, they're just an experienced team, and you get this type of team that's got the Patriot League player. I don't care what league you're in. If you had a player of the year, then, <laughs> you know, um, he's a good player. And when yeah, he plays teams good. like this, and he's good enough to piss show. you off. When they piss you off and they're not playing dirty, that means they're good. All right, yeah, so sorry, it wasn't Indiana. They were a 14 seed, played against Wisconsin, lost 67-60 last year in the uh, the NCAA tournament, but dominated the Patriot League. And this early in the season, if they're going to get they're they're gonna gonna catch an experienced again. team, mm-hmm. oh, they're, yeah, they, they'll dominate again. And, and if they're going to play against an experienced team like us this this early in the year, when we won, that's our second game, and they've already this is their fourth game, I mean, we knew last year. Shoot at, a, shoot at a plug like that, 19 for 38. Yeah. That's tough to do just wide open. I know it. It is because you got to hit it, you know? I mean, you got to make the shot. You can shoot them all day. They got to go down. Um, and, and like people say, historically speaking, not the best place for an opposing team to come in and go off like that because of the depth perception of just the dome itself. But here we are. Uh, at Drew Q's, so Jim Beheim said there's a succession plan in place when he finally hangs it up. Problem is the next coach is already on staff and he's been running practices for the last couple of years. Are we sure that's going to work? Team has been horrendous on both ends now. I mean, look, we don't know what it, what it is, who it is, or what's in place, but you got to imagine. Um, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate. I don't want to. Can't. It's dumb. I this early in the season is dumb. I mean, it's you. Oh, the, there's a there's, there's a new there's a new smarmy uh, snarky. Twitter handle called Fire Bayheim that is out now trying to follow all of the uh, and I look I know some of our listeners I know many of our listeners are the Fire Bayheim types and that's fine like we've said I still stand by it and Joe and I just happen to agree on this that he he can call his shot because he's Syracuse Jim Bayheim is Syracuse First, even the guy that had the comment about oh we're just an average mid major D one team. An average mid-major D1 team doesn't go to two Sweet 16s in four or five years. Well, true. You know, I mean, yeah, they, they don't they do the things that they do. Things, like, yeah. it's sorry, right. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So We're a spoiled fan I mean, base to some extent, and I get it, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, there's just the new – I mean, look. Look at I what? mean, I've I've been an advocate. Just look at it. I mean, I, I told you that I, I watched – I listened to, to Lockdown, right? Yeah, and they're younger podcast. Guys, right? Yeah, and they're podcast. younger guys. Right. But – this week, having to listen to what they said about senior day on Monday and then what they had to say about today, like, I mean, I can't get on that, that train. I mean, they're just they're younger kids that, they, you know, they make it sound like, I mean, like the fans' feelings are more important than, like, they let us down. Like, well, you don't think that they feel like they didn't let themselves down? Like, I promise you they want to win that game for themselves way more than they want to win it for you. I mean, and as a team and everything like that. So... Um, just the way that the culture and everything is gone. I mean, it's more just it's like it's instant gratification. And if you don't do exactly what this fan wants you to do or whatever, then, then they don't care what they say. And honestly, like I said, I think that that's more hurt than harm. Um, I don't think that the, the new players and you have all these freshmen coming in, they don't need to hear that. You don't want recruits to see that. Um they they feel bad enough. Trust me that they've lost to Colgate. Joe Girard lost Colgate two day two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, they feel bad enough, and they're going to hear it from the coaches, and they're going to go out to give out a better product. But the last thing that we really need to do 
after game two of a 30 plus game season is just lay it on like the season is lost. Yeah, it's two games in. Uh, by the way, if you like the Lockdown Podcast, you'll love Newhouse at Night, Joe. You'll, you should check that out. <laughs> Newhouse at Night. All right. Uh, and you- <laughs> is that a Nickelodeon? <laughs> no. Well, might as well be. At Q's Waterboy, uh, did Syracuse play like absolute garbage tonight? Yes. Is it the second game? Yes. Should we all expect an experienced Colgate team to come into the Dome and just lay down and die because they're playing Syracuse? No. And I mean that's just it. They knew what they had coming in, and it was almost like it was almost like the the the, the shark with the blood in the water. Okay, because I think their coach is smart enough to know what we got and what we're going to be good at. He knows how he beat us last year, and I mean that's it, it, once upon a time there was a better team. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, 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 I have to let it go because I can't dwell on it. Anyway, I didn't do it last year. I'm not going to do it this year. And it, and, uh, albeit maybe not that much, but it is still earlier this year than it was last year. And the talent is there. Like We could see our talent, and we understand what we have. But they're just last night they were trying to do things that they're just not good at. Benny Williams was doing things that he was good at. He didn't start that way, but he ended up doing it. And I hope that he can look back on this game and be like, okay, you know what? Coach was right. This is what I need to do. And and Judah, yeah. Judah Mintz, 20 points. I mean and he started out slow too. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's Judah amazing. He made some tough shots, dude. He made some tough shots, and he got no, to the Andy foul line dropped, doing it. And he dropped that dude. And he dropped that dude with a crossover and hit the three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, broke his ankles. And, I know and they were winning the whole Jeminsky's, game. Jaminski's like, not. oh, I don't know if it was really anything. Shut up. That guy's so annoying. I can't stand him. Golly, shut up. Who, how, do you mean, think, guess, how do you think he tripped? He ended up tripping because of why, Mike? You genius. Because Judah made him, he made him move away that his body couldn't stop him from falling on the ground. <laughs> so That's what do you call that? that? Yeah, like, exactly. But at the end of the day, like I said, they're just, they're better now. Exactly what Jim said. He came out and said, they are better now. In a month, month and a half, we are going to be better. Um, obviously, our ceiling is higher. Um, and from the beginning of the season, their floor is higher. And as we go on, our floor is going to get higher and higher. But in the beginning, when you have this much turnaround with six freshmen in a transfer and you lose all the shots and I mean, you're playing you, – I mean, offense last year is completely different than what you're going to be doing this year. Um, rolls, rotations, all that stuff. You're not going to figure that out in game two. And you got a team like Colgate that's out here like they're ready for the NCAA tournament. They got a couple guys. You know what I mean? Like, So they're just trying to get better against teams like us because they know they're just going to roll through the damn Patriot League. So um, overall, it's tough, and that's a good learning experience. Bad loss, and you know, again, like last year, you hope that this one doesn't come back to bite you. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it. Bite, I don't think it comes back to bite you. Eventually, this could be. This could be at some point, maybe possibly a quad two loss. You know, we don't start talking about quads until we get into conference play. But when we get there, and we can look back on this, this is possibly a quad two loss. Okay. At the end of the day, it's not great. I mean, what do we have? One quad? Do we have any quad one wins last year? I don't know if we did. Mm. I gotta be honest. I played with you. the fifth. Yeah. Well, I, I, if we had any, we had one. <laughs> At Breaking Orange forty four, how did Colgate lose a game? They how did Colgate lose a game? They are incredible. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo by one. Uh, 
same old Joe, just in a different position. Looks like we will have a third time. We will. Looks like we will have a third, a hard time. I'm sorry, guys. We'll have a hard time manufacturing points. When I read that the second time, I was like, "How did you screw that up that bad the first time?" So, no. uh, yeah, look, Joe's just got to know that he can't do it all. He's not Tyus Battle. Remember the days in Tyus Battle just carry the team on his back and he'd be able to do yeah, whatever he could. But... It's not that type of thing. Joe's 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 not. It's a different. It's, it's a different play. And when Joe gets flustered and he becomes he becomes someone who is trying to carry this team on his back, he makes poor decisions. That's it. Is does Heather need something? Do you want to share with the group? No, no, no. I'm just I'm letting her know that she can walk across the floor, that she doesn't have to be so quiet. But okay. no, right. we're good. Yeah. If she's got boots on, I think she's worried about being loud. So it's not that big of a deal. She's being respectful. So I appreciate oh, that. First time for everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a um, look. <laughs> Joe Girard cannot. He can't take bad shots. You know, I remember Ty's battle. He would go to the hole. He'd get he fouled. goes to the hole. He yeah, he yeah, had yes, to do. Yes. I mean, he's he more could, physical. He could score at three levels by the time you know his last season. Um, Joe is not that type of player, but Joe he needs to be able to to show leadership, and he can't be in his head because he's got to be there and be strong for for his his team, and just you know we're down, so I need to take this shot. Just cannot be his mentality. So. You know, let's let's see where it goes from here. It's going to change because, again, like I said, I still think we're trying to find a leader and we're still trying to figure out the rotation and roles and all that stuff. And um, with so much turnaround, you know, most of most of the years you have somebody that comes back that that retains that leadership role. But this year is one of those things where I think we're still waiting. And um, I'm looking for Judah to kind of help with that, too. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about that, that that's going to happen. Let's switch over to Facebook here real quick and see what we can we can come up with. Um, let's start with, let's just do Gary here. They would have won had they played man-to-man. What an embarrassment. I, I Didn't they start man-to-man? It wasn't working out that great. Also, Coach said, look, their best opportunity to win that game was to play the zone. There's just not developed in either one to do either well. Uh, they coach felt like it was the best opportunity for them to play zones. They suck with it. Uh, obviously, I don't think either one would have worked. Uh, I think it was a lose lose, Gary. Unfortunately, but um, you know, look, bad timing. Steven, no hustle on D. Not closing out on shots. That was my problem. Uh, how does my guy Jesse still look so uncoordinated out there? Are we going to find any offense this year? Well, that's just it, too. You know, uh, Jesse Edwards was taken out of the game. Uh, Monir Hima comes in a few different times for a couple minutes each and doesn't really do anything. But when you take when you take Jesse out of the... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean... When you, take Je- when you take Jesse out... When you take Jesse out of the heart of this thing, which is where we need to be scoring our points in there, and, and, and he's not good, and no one's hitting any of the bunnies when they got him. Yeah. What are you going to do? No, no, it's tough. I mean, I, the only reason I made that face... I mean, obviously, I know that we lose offense when he comes out, but to me, he must kind of... I mean... Well, he was only in for six minutes, and he didn't do I know, but the thing is, because of the offense, Jesse's going to be in there as much as humanly possible. But he seems to me like somebody – like I'm confident for him to come in and at least handle the defensive end of it. It's just this year might be a situation where we are relying on points from the center position and not just like a Pascal Chukwu or a Baimi Sakita or – 
you know, a Sadibi where we're just looking for somebody to play defense and rebound. Um, this year, we actually have a guy that we actually need him to score points. So Correct. that's where I feel like Hema is going to be tough getting those minutes, even though if, you know, if it was a situation or a normal situation where we were playing, a, we had offense around him and we just needed to plug a two, three defensive uh, center in. I think that he'd do fine, but it's a different team this year. Let's go here. Someone's got jokes. Let's go to uh, Gerard on Facebook. Pretty sad at 8 p.m. I'll let the wo- let the wife watch The Voice without a peep of protest. Uh, look, there are times in the past few years, basketball and football, I've been watching games and I said, you know what, I'm shutting this off. And I said, you know what, I can't. What if there's something in here I need to talk about on this stupid show that I do? Just in case. I, 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 I'm, you know, I just torture myself. But I stick with it. So, um, anyways, you couldn't find me dead watching The Voice. Anyway, Joe Joe loves The Voice in Survivor. I'm not a huge fan. In the, in the I don't ba- love The Voice, but I could watch it. Like it's in a the show Bachelor, that I could deal with in The Bachelor. No, definitely not yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I could compromise with singing shows. I don't think I could compromise with The Bachelor. Okie dokie. Or The Bachelorette, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Brandon, young team that looked young tonight. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we don't have a defense right now. On to the next. Um, They're learning. Yeah. Got to learn to play together. Got to learn to play together. Here's one for you while we're being nasty. Peter on Facebook. This program is a disgrace. Basketball and football is Bush League. How much more can we watch? Can we can we beat any good program e- at either sport, basketball or football? It's long past due to get rid of this AD, new get new coaches in both sports and start these proud sports that were there's not a single period up to this point. Start these <laughs> start these proud sports that were number 1 for years. Neither coach can recruit. The zone died with this coach in the early 90s. Thank you, Peter. For your comment, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not even going to comment on that comment. Uh, Nadal, top fan Nadal. Finally, a top fan. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Got it. Yay. Will the real Jesse Edwards please stand up? If this was him, it's going to be a long year. Now, Joe. Mm. No, right? Mm -mm. No, right? No, I think that this is a uh, like again an experienced team that knows how to play defense together and knows how to play offense against all the different looks. So it didn't matter what we brought them; we had an experienced an experienced team playing. Whether it was a one-three-one or a two-three or man, and you had an offense that knew how to move without the ball and with the ball um, to beat it. And on defense, they knew. Who can do what? They were forcing, you know, Samir to shoot threes. Benny, they were giving the players that haven't proven themselves in the past. And every time Jesse got down there, yeah, he's tall. He's he's athletic. He's experienced. He can score around there. But they got big bodies, and big bodies have proven to push him kind of out of good position in the past. So um, they played him well, and they even had some double help coming to him too. So. Uh, they they were just smart. They were it was a team that knew how to play against a young team and knew, you know, who was basically been proven and who not to, and and that's who they tried to stop. And they tried to stop Jesse Edwards last night for sure, especially on the offense end, obviously. Yeah, look, here's the deal. Say it again. And we didn't move on offense. No, they didn't move they didn't on move. offense, and they also didn't like the my biggest problem as someone mentioned. I forget their name now, but 
they're, they're, they weren't closing out on shots. Not, then... The defense was lazy. The offense was lazy. It was, the whole thing was kind of lazy. And uh, it, it, it's just, it took me by a little bit of surprise until I really started watching it. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be another one of those games. Unfortunately, if they come back, it's going to be amazing. It would be a tremendous game, the excitement of that coming back. I think the closest they got in the second half was 11 points. And I think that's yeah. about what they had. 12 minutes, into- I looked over to Heather and I said, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 12 minutes left yeah. in the game. I mean, that's, and that's 12, a lot can happen in 12 minutes, but you just, you saw it. Uh, sometimes just, Again, when you haven't worked with with players and haven't moved in certain situations and seen certain, think about it. They've only been scrimmaging against themselves. They got six freshmen in a in a transfer, so they're not seeing what what Colgate's showing. They can't replicate in practice against the starters. So this is something that they've they haven't seen this year against players that know what the hell they're doing, playing with each other, having continuity. It's a big deal in basketball and. Um, I don't think that I. I mean, you can't highlight you can't highlight that enough, and I don't think that people put enough into the early season when it comes to stuff like that. You can't. It's not. It's, sometimes it's not even like. Sometimes when you don't know what to do, so you don't know how to react, it makes you look lazy. But sometimes you just don't know what to do. Yeah, you might well, not be laziness. You just might be confused out there because you haven't seen what they're throwing at you. If someone's I got mean, the ball the, and they're about to shoot it. And you don't close I out mean, and you're right there. That's lazy. You kind of know what's going to happen, right? I I get it. But okay. if the rotations are wrong and you're out of position in the first place because of somebody else. Right. Or because of what the other I offense gotcha. is doing with the rotations. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it than just, oh, he didn't do this because that's the only thing that you saw. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on to some football this Saturday. Wake. In Syracuse at eight o'clock. Let's go. Let's do some predictions, Joe. Let's hit Facebook first with Dave. Uh, what Syracuse should do based on this team thirty-four twenty-four win mm. for Syracuse. What we have been seeing and will likely see Wake forty-two Syracuse six. Mm, that's kind of brutal. Uh, Jake, top <laughs> fan, Jake. If Schrader isn't 100% in mobile, I have little hope for this offense going forward. Defense plays valiantly again, but we lose 27 to 10. Hope this comment serves as a reverse jinx. Yes, go Cuse. I, I hope it does Thank too. You. Now, um, the Schrader thing is the biggest problem that we have. Well, it's not the well. That's a pretty big problem. But I don't know if it's the biggest. All around blank. I mean, it's a big problem if it's bad, right? So if if there was any damage done last week or it slowed recovery and maybe should have called an audible last week, so to speak, and, and put in CDR and maybe just giving him some reps and letting Garrett Schrader readjust and get, you know, more healthy coming into this game. Uh, we won't know. It's 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 a that's a that's a hindsight thing and you don't know. So with that said, I think Garrett's okay. He, he didn't seem to be having any lingering effects throughout the game. He played most of the game. He looked fine to me. He just looked insecure and, and, and just wasn't himself. And he might not be as mobile, but with another week under his belt, I mean, what do you think? We're playing I mean, a different a different kind of defense too, man. I mean, let's be honest, yep. right? You're so right. it's a yep. different animal. and mm-hmm. But and, we still have to attack them a certain way because they do have – defensive tackles that are going to the NFL. I mean, they if we put ourselves in a position where we're third and long and are in passing downs and they're going to pin their their ears back, and if Garrett Schrader isn't 100% like he wasn't last week, 
um, then then they're going to have a field day with that too. So a lot of what we do to put ourselves in a good place for third down to give to, to give us chances other than third and long, you know, um, then then that's going to help us more than anything. So um, you hope that he didn't get re-nicked up and that he can um, <clears throat> move forward in his progress, but he still wasn't 100% last week. No, he wasn't, and and hopefully, I think he's closer. But hopefully, he's a lot closer, and that's all I got to say about that. Uh, let's <laughs> see, David on Facebook. Where are we? Hold on a second here. Thirty-five twenty-seven cues. I'm going to be there, so hopefully, this breaks the losing streak. Absolutely, David. Uh, we'll be there too. Ryan on Facebook. Hard not to judge by their recent performances. I don't know. Wake thirty-one, Syracuse thirteen. Top fan Alex. Oh, that! Come on, give me something. There we go. On Facebook. Better matchup than the last few games. I think we lose, but clean it up a little. I will go Wake 30, Syracuse 24. Uh, look, I'm cautiously optimistic, but still There's optimistic. just so many things, dude. There's so many things. And, you know, I turned 44 this week. Thank me. Come on. Oh. Give me some. I turned 44 this week. This was my big birthday bash, so to speak. Does that... Is that a coincidence? I doubt it. I really do. I doubt it. Uh, I hope not. So, I don't know. Joe, top fan Joe. Come on. Why is this doing that? You're not pressing hard enough. No, that's exactly what it is, too. And I just, I don't know why I have to, like, slam the damn thing. But apparently you do. Joe P. on the Facebook With the Q's Militia, internet superstars and podcast extraordinaires in building... Cuse wills out a win, 34-31. This thing is turning around, and we are finally hashtag pleased again. That's what she said. Well, Joe, prove it. That's uh, a great – yeah, Joe, it's a great comment. Wish you could be there. Um, and I hope everything that you just said, um, other than that whole super – star crap um comes true so well we know who the real superstars are and that's the guys in the green room right now shout out to david yeah. shout out to you joe shout out to anthony dominic <laughs> matt the regulars in there we appreciate you uh let's go to let's go to real quick let's do um let's do some twitter super fast i gotta find it guys forgive me oh so this is gonna be super fast well, I'm just gonna do a couple. I'm just gonna do a couple. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, then, like, look, and then we've seen what are we just looking at? We've seen. Just look we at looking, it. Well, you were just look at it. Well, yeah. Just, you look at it. Just look at it. You look at it. I'm trying to buy time so that you can read these things so you don't fumble through it without getting. I'm used to, to fumbling through. You, right? I'm used to fumbling through. Is, is that, Go ahead. All I'm saying is that with the variables of like our offenses, I feel like complete. Everyone's like, oh. You know, the late hit. Well, when did Garrett Schrader really get hurt? And I mean, it was Clemson. Was be- and it, it, and I think it was before coming in. I think it was coming into Clemson, don't you think? No, no, no. It was Clemson. It was second half Clemson when he got hurt and he was in a walk oh, and he, all and he, week from Clemson to Notre Dame. And he and I don't tripped know if it getting was the up. Push out of bounds or whatever. No, that was Notre Dame. He was already hurt. Okay. It was the right, Clemson right. game, second half. And up until the second half of the Clemson game, our offense was there. We were on. We were on key, 
And so when you look at that, really, that's to me all you really need to, to, to think about when it comes to that kind of crap. I mean, Gary Schrader, 100 percent was giving us offense all the way through Clemson in the second half. And now, ever since then, it's been this. And now we've even gotten more injuries. And now that we're finally, after four games, not playing a run-heavy team, Garrett Williams is out for the season. Jahard Carter's probably out this week. And now we got to see what happens with this passing attack because Wake, Wake, Wake's got good receivers. And Sam Hartman, yeah, they've got a lot of turnovers, a lot of penalties. Not the same Wake Forest as last year, but – you know, it's and on top of that, the cold. We talked about that too. It's going to be a different kind of weather, so going to be tough. A lot of variables. Don't really know what to expect. I think this is a really, really tough game. Um. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um. What was I just thinking about too? I was going to ask you something. <sighs> you talk too much, and it, I escaped. I was giving you time. Escape me. Escape me. Um. All right. Let's go with our buddy, no, at no Blanchard 44 on Twitter. 38-21 Syracuse. Everyone needs to relax. If we win these last two games, which I think we can, we'll win eight games with the possibility of a ninth win, The bowl, that being the bowl game. Um, losing to teams like Clemson, Notre Dame, FSU, and Pitt were all expected just a few months ago. Okay. I mean, look. I can buy that a little bit, although I did have Pitt as a W, but I had the other ones as as losses. Um, but I did have Pitt as a W. That was my big that was my big sleeper pick uh, from preseason ranked numbers, which no, which I you should biggest, never go I think off. The biggest of. thing is is that they've already got more wins than most people predicted, no matter who they came from. So Pitt or Syracuse, or both? We talking about? Syracuse. I don't okay, care about yeah. Pitt. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I was just comparing, I was just talking about my pit pick. Um, let's see. I'm just reading the green room. Here. Don't care about your pits, dude. Uh, green room. Green room. A little quiet tonight. It's a little quiet. It's very, it's, you know, a lady could be in the green room tonight and not be offended. That's how I feel. Uh, let's do one more. Let's do, let's do Tony's. Let's do Tony, Tony's real quick. Cause he's optimistic. What's your name? It's optimistic and I like it. Uh, plus, plus no one else gave in to me. Syracuse 38, Wake 35. Both teams air it out as Schrader and the Orange offense get back on track. Mob gives up points but comes up big with the fourth down stop to steal the W. That's what I'm talking about, meat. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, look. Mob shows up. You got to stop. Well, they, sh- team- they always show up. You know, um, let's see. Let's see real quick before I give our picks. Uh, let's go ahead and see what Dominic is up to here. Dominic, if you want to unmute yourself and say your piece. Better not be in that damn mail truck. You better not be in the mail truck, Joe says. <laughs> no, I got off early tonight. I'm, I'm standing outside of Publix ready to go inside to buy some Hoffman's. Nice. Oh, there we go. For Saturday. It's no Wegmans, but whatever. No, we don't have Wegmans yet in Greenville. We're 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 uh, gotta know, be we're close. Behind, we're behind the we're behind the triangle. They they try it out in the triangle and they bring it here. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what. Very successful in the triangle. So coming 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 soon to you, buddy. Yes. Very yes. successful everywhere. So, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I got You know what? I have a strange feeling, and Joe, you'll know this. Uh, people in North Carolina hate the hate the cold. And it's going to be cold Saturday night for North Carolina, not for Syracuse 
standards, but for North Carolina standards, it is going to be cold. I also think it may affect the kicking game. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, I, I, 20 to 17 Qs, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet you guys finally, hopefully. Um, don't lose my number, Sean. Oh, yeah. I got you, bro. I, I'll be All right. So, uh, and the lot's open at 2. So yeah, We're probably leaving at like 2, right, Joe? What's the plan? Yeah, we're going to be there around 4. All right. Yeah, so we s- are. Save us a spot. We, yep, we're leaving Greenville at 11. And uh, my son's girlfriend and her father, they want to get there when the lot's open. So I don't know what he has planned. <laughs> yeah, we'll, see what, we'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what yep. we can do. Hey, um, I, will, I will try to save you a spot. How's that? We're going to have uh, two, two ladies and six children to try to motivate. So, it's well, all right. Yeah, there's 10 of us. It's, a, it's like a big group. <laughs> uh, how many cars you got? Two. Two minivans. Two oh, actually, no, I have to take my truck. Sorry, right. man. Joe will have a minivan. I'll have to take my truck to, uh, to uh, bring, bring some stuff. Yep. Uh, my son I'm driving just a spaceship. High school, so he, uh, and he's coaching. He loves kids. He, he, he's coaching Little League Baseball next year. So um, he will have the football. And he'll be throwing it around, and his girlfriend will Oh, yeah, bring like, the football, Why don't you man. hang out with me? There you go. <laughs> so he'll learn quick. All right, guys. I will see you guys Saturday and go orange. Dom, absolutely. Like, like the pick, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. All right. So it's time. Hey, if he shows Joe. up with the mail truck, though. He's fired. It's that's true. Just no, joking. No, I actually, I'll chug a beer in that thing. I own I'm it. Serious. That you own it too. Hmm? We own that truck. We all do. Actually, well, we say that, but the the you know, the post office <clears> is is mostly. Um, they do offer a service for a government entity. If anything, they do offer a service, and people do. Pay <clears> I mean, at least they do something with the money that we give them. <laughs> That's true. Uh, probably the one entity that I can think of off the top of my head that does. But I digress. Okay, look, <clears throat> plain and simple. Here's the deal: going into Wake Forest, this is a doozy, man. This is a doozy, Joe. Do you realize what this is? Do you know what's it's going on? It's a doozy. Right now? Do you know what's it's going on? It's a doozy. With the with the picks, do you know? It's, uh, I have no, made I, I have made a miraculous I really comeback. A miraculous comeback. Five and five. We're both comeback. five and five on the year. I feel like this is the longest football season ever right now. By the way, and I like that. <laughs> I, I like that, but I feel like it is long. Um. Okay. Well, so both, I was down to two. Game, I'm, so I'm, it's gonna be a little longer. Three in a row for me. I was down. It was two and five. So three in a row for me, and I'm proud of myself for that. And um, it shows. So, look, uh, I, you know, I got, I win the toss. And unlike in real life, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the ball. Now, look, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Two things. I have this down preseason as a loss. Okay. Uh, And, and, and I planned on going too. I mean, this was the one that I had circled to go to if I was going to go to one. So I had it down as a loss and after watching Florida State, I still had it as a loss. And then I started to, I don't know, I just, look, I don't know if it means anything at all. But we've been doing a lot of losing, just in general. And I feel like something's got to happen. And like I said, it was my 44th birthday this week. I don't think it's a coincidence, okay? And I just feel like, 
I just feel like Syracuse can win this one. Now, I just don't know by how much or even what kind of score it's going to be. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, is I have no clue what my score is going to be because I haven't given it a ton of thought. So, look, Wake can put up points, right? They put up 34 on UNC, and UNC is pretty decent. Um, Not their know, defense. Well, true, but they still. That's the they, problem. They, uh, UNC's defense is trash, bro. Okay, all right. Well, I, I I stand corrected then. But they did put up forty five on Clemson going into two overtimes. That was earlier in the year, but you know you can make an argument too that Clemson was stronger in the year. They beat Florida State. They put up uh, thirty one <laughs> points, but Florida State isn't the same team then that they Look, are now. Man. That's what, what I said earlier in the show, man. If you look at their schedule, you, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. 45 on Army, 45, 43 Something's in Boston going College. Out, right? Yeah, they, they, they only scored 21 against Louisville. They've struggled. Sam Hartman has struggled. I think Sam Hartman's going to struggle. I think he's going to struggle against the mob. I think it's going to be a problem. They're not going to be able to call an audible and just switch to the to, to a ground and pound type thing. They're going to need to nope. they're going to need to air the ball out. They may even become one dimensional in that sense to where they have to and they don't have a choice. I still think it's going to be somewhat low scoring, but I think it's going to be close. So I'm going to say 24-21, Syracuse. Please, Lord, let Syracuse win this game. I don't, you know, I'm not going to be mad if I make the trip and they lose. It's going to be exciting regardless. But, man, it is something else to go to another place and watch your team beat the home team and watch their fans um, kind of lose their noggin. All right? So, Joe, as soon as you're done with your private conversation that you're having, you go ahead and you go. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Um, Yeah, so okay, uh, that was heartfelt, Sean. That was from the heart. It I was. Know. It you, was. You, want, you want it to happen. It is. This is, a, this is an it. emotional hey, pick. I know. And get it. Look, I get it. I get it. And I, I'm, I hope it happens. You know, I wanted him to win anyway, and then I know it'll be a little bit extra for you. Um, but um, you know, after I've I've let you come back in oh, <laughs> to this competition by allowing you to win three weeks in a row, um, letting I I don't know if I can let you um, beat me on your birthday again. Now, now, if... the, the, now we've both picked the same winner. Up until this point, just so you know, if, You're right. if, if we mm-hmm. pick if we pick opposite, the the one who does pick the winners gets gets a negative five points, which goes to their score. So go on, Joe. Just so just so the listeners know. Um, so Joe's getting service right now. Thank you. I love you. Told you. Not service. <laughs> service. Not serviced. <laughs> <sighs> Lord God. I said you service. I said service. No, she said serviced. Oh, no. Get her, tell her to get her head out of the gutter. My you know, God. Well, what know. is wrong with her? Oh. <laughs> well, she's got jokes. She's funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. So, love you, baby. Thank you. Beeville girl. She's a bee. <laughs> right? Oh, that was great. She was like service. What, what, what did she she's, think She's from on? Baldwinville, right? Uh, no, she is from Whitesboro, Utica area. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, this is going to be something that I bring for you. I don't know if you've had it before. A little Jackson Morgan's uh, whipped orange cream. 
dude. For the I'm, orange? I'm digging I'm it. telling you right. Is it got... Hey, look, it's, do I put it in my coffee? What do I do with that? No, you don't put it in your coffee. You just throw it in a little glass. Little ice? Little ice cubes. Yeah, you just, just sip is on it, it. Is it sweet? It's a liqueur. It's very sweet. It's, okay. almost, it's a creamsicle, bro. All right. I can only handle so much of that. I'm supposed to drink that after you just chugged it? No, you I'm going to get another one. This will oh. be gone by then. Um, so, look. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, gosh. look. Look, I hope that everything happens. And even if you beat me, mm, yeah, I don't really, I don't really care. Um, but I, I'm gonna I go. Do. Go just ahead. Because we're both going, I can't choose Wake Forest. Can't do it. Can't. Um, but I'm gonna go a little bit higher than you because I think there's gonna be some big plays. So I'm gonna go uh, still field goal, but 30-27 Syracuse. All right. I I like your pick. I was gonna go that route. I was gonna go that route, and we still have not picked a different winner. Yet this year, and uh, you know, which means, let's be honest, I've only picked Syracuse to lose once. <laughs> That's some Homer action right there, dude. How the hell did that happen? How did I have that much faith coming through here? So because they went six and zero. Oh. I know. I told you and until they give me stop. a reason to not believe, I'm gonna believe. Uh, you know, and it happened right before Florida State, and then they then they lose that game. But I've just got to have faith coming into this game. The kids are excited. We've spent five hundred dollars on warm clothes because we don't own any anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're worried about it too because the kids were sick last week, and she's like, "Oh, we're just gonna go out there and get sick again." Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, "Hey, look, never been to a game." We've done this podcast for what seven years. We have never been to a game together, which is a travesty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been to Wake Forest three times for football and two for basketball. So same lots. Um, really not that difficult. But um, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. And finally, this is the first football game that hasn't been like a noon or a one o'clock game. You know, so, that's the yeah. That is that is a big deal. That is a big deal because we thought this was going to be a noon or one o'clock game. Yeah. And. Here we are. It's prime time. I mean, just the the amount of things that have lined up, I think, for this game in particular is... Dude, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be a good time regardless, but look, a, a W will be insane. A W look, will be insane. We're going to meet fans. We're going to be able to have a legit tailgate. We're going to cook some dinner. We're going to be able to watch, hopefully, our Syracuse uh, basketball team win a basketball game before we go inside. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what else could you ask for other than better weather? Basically, I mean, you know, I'm not even going to complain about the weather if it comes down. To I'm it. not either. No, to look, we're overall, we're from Syracuse. I mean, I remember tailgating in Syracuse where we were playing beer pong at 10 o'clock in the morning and our beer was slushing over because of how cold it was for a Notre Dame basketball game. My, my wife caught so, pneumonia back in the day tailgating for a Syracuse football game. So, yeah, it sucks out there. So, regardless of how cold it's going to be, like, on Saturday, it's not going to be nothing as compared to what we've dealt with in Syracuse. Now, and honestly, a couple years ago, Dungy's year, we went to the Duke game. That was one of the last games, and that was cold, too. And I got some pictures. We were bundled up. We, I mean, we were full winter gear. You would have thought we were in Syracuse. I remember watching the so, game. It was it was, it was was dreary and nasty out. There was five Duke dude, fans It was there. bad. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough, bro. It was. Tough. They still it have the high school super, bleachers super there. That place is oh, pathetic. Yeah. 
it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, the metal um, bleachers didn't help. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I don't know what Wake's got, but it might help to bring a cushion. Ah, dude. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be bringing to blankets, yeah, hand I warmers. I mean, these kids are gonna be decked out probably like there's a blizzard outside, just so that they don't complain and have to go back to the car. Um. <clears throat> Uh, Matt says he thinks I should wear the kilt, and I totally agree. And, and Ant says, no way I could ship it, and Dom delivers it in time. There's no way. There's no way. Dom, <laughs> Dom, he's calling you inefficient on the deliveries, bro. That's, you know. Damn. I'll have to. Dom's yeah. still, look, Dom's still delivering ballots. If I didn't. So. <laughs> they're still counting in Arizona. You see? <laughs> <laughs> Do they make kilts your size? What, whoa, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, I don't know. It's just called a skirt. It's called a sundress. Uh, oh, all right. My bad. Look, I would love to sit here and chat with you guys, but I've been going, 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 and going, and uh, I need rest. Sometimes I need rest, and today's that day. Look, can't wait to see all of you who I do see in Wake Forest. Looking forward yes, to a big time for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out of here. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.